shall we begin with the word of silent prayer? So, <clears throat> the, um, the notes are in the chat, um, and should be online as well. So, we're going to look at this, this needed thing in the Bible, it's called interpretation. And we, as students of prophecy, students of the Bible, we must know how to interpret things correctly. So, this, this is a theme that is shown out through the scriptures. And this is the, the, the theme of, of the whole warfare at this time, is that Satan interprets the scriptures to suit his own fancy, and the Lord interprets, interprets the scripture um, correctly and aright. So the battle is about um, how to interpret the scriptures. And, and during the 1260, the Pope um, put himself as, as the head one to interpret the scriptures. And he says what is truth, and he says what is error, based upon his own word, and 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 how he interprets the the Bible. So therefore, the battle for this time and and the time to come is about interpretation. Amen. Okay. So, and um, this is something we're seeing now, in with the laws in this land of how to interpret the laws of the land, and also a talk talks talks are being have upon how to interpret the Constitution of these United States as well. So interpretation is a big thing in these last days. So, and it's, and it's very, it's closely linked with the civil powers, amen? All right, so <clears throat> looking at the beginning of the notes from SDP 179.2, it says, notwithstanding the fact that who? Gabriel. Gabriel, all right, pray we're following. That Gabriel, so Gabriel is this the angel of prophecy, and we'll re read a quote, I believe that says that, that says that later on. Gabriel gives a plain narrative, the very words he uses and the facts which he selects from the from multitude of events which actually transpired have a significance. In reading God's word in any of its parts, there is first, first to be found the story which lies on the surface. And secondly, the deeper meaning, which is just as truly there, but which must be sought for as with a lighted candle. So how many views are there in God's word based, based upon this quote? Or veins of truth. Or, yeah, not, not veins of truth. How, how many, wait, yeah, how many ways you can view it? Two. There's the one that lies on the surface, and then, and then there's a deeper meaning. So the Lord wants us to have both of these things. But many Christians and people only have um, the surface view, and even that, they have only portions of the surface view, and 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 not 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 the crux or the truth or the deeper meaning of the message in which Christ wants us to receive. So we have to have both of them as as students of God's word. We have to have both the surface level, the plain narrative of events, and the deeper meaning. All right. 
says, it is hoped that the reader may at least catch a glimpse of the deep spiritual lessons while reading the plain narrative of events. So you have the plain narrative of events and the deep spiritual lessons. And, and, and we have to, God is the spirit and they that worship him must worship him how? Okay, so this is why God wants us to have the second layer as well. We must get the second layer of the scriptures, the deep spiritual lessons, because he's a spirit, and how we worship him is in spirit. We have to have, to, we have, to have the spiritual um, lessons in there. <clears throat> so go to Genesis 40, verse 8. So we're going to look at this interpretation, this dream and the interpretation. We have to have both of them as well, just as the... Um, just has the, the plain narrative events and the deep spiritual lessons. And some of these we went over, um, I think, last week. But um, we're just going to recap some of it, basically. All right. So it says, And they said unto him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no, no what? Interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpret, interpretation belong to who? To God. To God. Tell them, I, um, tell me them, I pray you. So, um, jo Joseph was going to get a dream. The dream is the plain narrative, narrative of, of events. And then, and then after that, he was to interpret the dream, which is the deep spiritual lesson that, um, that Joseph was, was to receive from it and give that message also to the king at that time, which was Pharaoh. So likewise, these same things shall happen in our day where we'll see the plain narrative of events that's happening in the earth right now and we, and, and we, find, and we get the deep spiritual lessons from, from who? From Christ, amen, from God, because interpretations belong to God. So God gives us these things, and this is what we are to give, give unto others, amen, and the, the kings. All right, Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. Next verse, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. So what is the purpose of, of the secret things being revealed unto us? To do, law. to do all the words of this law. Because um, the secret things, as it's um, shown here, the secret things belong unto God and the interpretations belong unto God. So the interpretations of these things are the secret things as well. So the battle is upon interpretation of the scriptures. So the papacy will come, come and interpret the scriptures in a certain way so that you can't keep all the words of all the words of this law, both literal the literal civil laws of this earth, and and the heavenly um, royal law. Okay. Okay, we can skip the next quote. Go down to Revering Herod May Fourth. <clears throat> Read the bold. It says, those, those who teach truth for this time must what? Understand, Understand the scriptures that they, might, that they may give the right interpretation of the scriptures, exalting the, the, the um, principles of, of, of the truth and, and in life and character, revealing the spirit of the truth. So the only way to give, give the correct interpretation is if we understand um, the, the um if you understand the scriptures, we have to understand the plain narrative to give a correct interpretation of, of those things as well. All right. So let me just write this on the side.
put um, the plain narrative is the surface truth. This is the surface. And the uh, spiritual meaning Sorry. Yeah, the spiritual meaning. Yeah. Yeah, it's what lies underneath. It's the interpretation of the secret things. All right. Okay. Now we go to Daniel chapter two, verse four. <clears throat> um, can someone read verse four to nine, please, loudly? King answered and said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone from me. If you will not make known unto me the dream with the interpretation thereof, ye shall be cut in pieces, and your houses shall be made a dunghill. But if ye show the dream and the interpretation thereof, ye shall receive of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and the interpretation thereof. They answered again and said, Let the king tell us. Tell, Tell his servants, servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation of it. But if ye will not make known unto me the dream, there is but one decree for you. For ye have prepared lying <coughs> and rough words to speak before me, till the time be changed. Therefore, tell me the dream, and I shall know that ye can show me the interpretation. Therefore. Amen. So, this king here is... is, is can also represent um, God himself. And God is going to test every single one of us in this very same thing. He will test us and ask us if we understand the plain narrative of events and the deep spiritual meaning. He will test us to see if we know the dream and the interpretation thereof. You following? Amen. All right. So this is why we must know it. Because the, the, um, the Bible says, Fear not him who can destroy body, but fear who? In the body and soul, Amen. So the last, last boss you 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 end up meeting, or the last, the final one you will have to face is who then? It's God Himself. We are not to fear Satan, because Satan, she tells us, is a defeated foe already. So it is it is God we have to fear. All right, and the last one we have to meet is God Himself, and God will question us, and we have to have the correct question, the the correct answer. Thank you. Because it says here in verse 9, it says, But if, if you will not make, make known unto me the dream, there is but one decree for you. So this is God saying this unto his people, that if you, don't, if you don't know this, therefore there is only one decree for you. And this is what, what it shall be, death. Death would then be, be your end. Because it's, it's clearly shown that you had not known Christ. Because many will come and say, Lord, Lord, haven't we prophesied in thy name? And, and, in, thy and, name. Yeah, in thy name. And the Lord says, depart from me. I know you not. Amen? Amen. All right. Jump down to verse 28. It says, 
But there was a God in heaven that, that revealeth secrets. So, yeah, that, that revealeth secrets and, and maketh known, known, known t -t to the king, amen, what, what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. So, so clearly, Daniel went and asked of God, and he lifted up God's name before, before the king and said, this is, this is what God has told, told on to me. And, um, and the Lord told these things onto him so that he can do what? We, we read it in um, before. Huh? Amen. So that he may keep all the words of this law. Amen. Okay. Jump on to verse 30. It says, but as for me, the secret is not, not, amen, to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living. But for their sakes, that, that, that shall make known the, the um, in, to, thank you, to the king, and that thou mightest know the thoughts of thy heart. So the reason um, for it is so that they might know the thoughts of their, of their own heart as well so that they might turn from their wicked ways. But, all right, so now we're going to look up what interpretation means. I'm going on just, just to the root. Interpretation. Inter it means to what? To open up. Amen, to open up. Yeah, it can also mean yeah, to explain. To open up. So now let's have our minds start running from in here then. So now when things are, so when you see things opened up in the scriptures, this is an interpretation of the thing. All right? You could think about the sepulchre of Christ. You could think about um, a well being opened up. Many of these things, the heavens being opened up. All these things are, are, are an illustration of the Lord interpreting things onto you or giving you the secret. Amen? All right. We'll see as we go along. Judges 7. It says, okay, so read um, Judges 7, verse 13 to 15, please. This is nothing else. did he do after he heard the dream and the um the it, it, yes he rose amen but a little bit before that he amen he worshiped so the correct dream and the correct interpretation as well leads you to correct worship and it's something we spoke about last week as well and you see Daniel Daniel 1 2 and 3 Daniel 1 
shows you a right diet, and the right right diet gives you the right um, the interpretation of the dream in Daniel 2, which leads to right worship in Daniel 3. So, so, um, so to have things um, seen correctly, it leads you to right worship. So interpretation is a very important thing. If you don't interpret things correctly, you will not worship correctly. If you interpret things correctly, you will worship correctly because, um, because the message is direct and clear. But however, you still have to follow, follow that message. It's not, not that just because you see it, you will worship correctly, but you have to follow it as well. I don't want to get, um, get misunderstood in that. Go ahead. It's the same thing with Isaiah 6 when the heavens opened up also through Isaiah mm -hmm. and he and he, like Ezekiel, saw visions of God. He Amen. saw the right worship in comparison Amen. to his. So the opening up of, of, of his mind when the live coal touching his lips was an understanding of the, his interpretation. Amen. So it, it allowed him to then go on into correct worship. Amen. So when, when you receive the right dream, at, as well as the correct... Um, Correct interpretation, it leads you to worship right, and right after that, you have to go and give it on to um, those, those, those in your in your camp. That's what Gideon did. All right, so now let's go to Daniel 12, 4 and verse 9. It says, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the when? To the time of the end. So it's shut up and sealed until when? The time of the end. All right, so you know the time of the end is 1798. And also, 1989, we have here the words shut up, and then they're opened. So, when it's opened, at that time, there, um, the Lord is given an, a correct, correct interpretation. interpretation to the scriptures. Following? Mm -hmm. So, when things are opened up, it's showing that um, the, the Lord is going to give a right... Um, give rules rules and things to help you understand him better. Go to verse 9. And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed and sealed up till the time of the end. So there are certain things in which man could not have received until that time. And, and she says this also, the, the, um, the three angels' message could not be preached until the time of the end. So clearly there are certain things Closed up and sealed until a certain time. We have to understand that because that's even the same for our time as well. So now when the Sunday law comes, we will end up seeing things in which we couldn't have seen um, before the Sunday law because the light for that time is given. But we'll see this now. Let's go along. GC 335, paragraph 1. Can someone read the bold, please? <clears throat> Amen. Okay. So, those when when did the rules come in in that history? When were those rules sent? Hmm. Yeah, in the beginning. Amen. 
So, so I'm put rules of. Amen. So, once once it was unsealed, you have you have um you have rules to interpret the scriptures correctly at the same time. So when things so so when things are opened up, the Lord is given right ways to go interpret His word. Amen. So, all right. Ecclesiastes 8, verse 1 says, Who is as the wise man, and who knoweth the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom maketh his face to what? To shine, and the bonus of his face shall be changed. So the interpretation of a thing makes the face to shine. All right? So as we go, amen. All right, we'll, we'll touch, touch on Moses. So any time when you see someone's face shining and aglow, we know that the Lord just now gave them light upon something, gave, uh, interpreted something to their mind, and that's what makes their face to glow. So when you go out, go through the scriptures, we'll see this a number of times. Go ahead, Michelle. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's still right. Amen. Yes. Understanding. Amen. 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 And that is what makes your face to shine. It um, literally at some point, man's face will literally shine again, like literally a glow. That that also will happen, but um, that is not now. And in some sense, but yeah. his face was always a glow. Amen. Amen. And he was constantly receiving new things from Christ. So his face was a glow. And it says here, a man's wisdom maketh his face to shine. It's not man's wisdom in the sense of human wisdom, but 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 wisdom in which in which you receive receive um from from, from Christ. That that wisdom ends up becoming your wisdom because because it says um, the secret things belong belong unto the Lord, but those things which are revealed belong unto us. So it's mine now. So it says my wisdom now, but not my wisdom of of myself separated from God. It is my wisdom because because I have taken it in and 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 now, Amen. Now, Amen. Yes. So that wisdom shall make your face face to shine. So when you said now. When you study God's word um, with, with the right rules, your face does shine because you're now interpreting these things correctly and you're understanding it. And now you have this wisdom from on high. Amen, yes, from now. Amen. Okay, so um, go to Revelation 10. I don't have verse 1 in here. I, I don't know why I missed verse 1, but let's go to verse, let's go in your, um, yes, let's go to verse 1, sorry. It's not, it's not in the notes. Hmm? Oh, no, no. Revelation 10, verse 1. Okay, keep in mind that this vision here is in, is, um, 
is showing the work, the work of, of the saints in that time. All right? Amen? Amen? Okay. So let's read it. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven. So this is showing the work of those who are following Christ in that time. Clothed with, um, with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head. And his face was as it were the what? The sun. Does the sun shine? Okay, now. It says, and his feet as pillars of fire. Yes, we know this is Christ, but Christ is the work, the work that, that goes forward there is showing, showing, the work of, of, showing the work of the saints at that time as well. Verse 3. Hold on, I'm sorry. Let me see if I need verse 2. Yes, let's go. Let's read verse 2 as well. And, and, he had, and he had in his hand a little book open. All right, so the book is what? open so something is being interpreted onto them because because interpretation means to open up so the book is open it is clearly there revealed so people can receive it amen it says and, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth and when he had cried seven thunders uttered their voices and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices i was about to write and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which, which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. So now, with this point in verse 4, it is, it is not being, it, it, it is not being, in, 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 amen, yes. Because, because God is saying to seal it up. Because, because to interpret something means to open it. But, but one portion of this is being sealed up. Um. One point. Um, so we know that this angel came down on August 11, 1840, and it had the right foot on the sea and left foot upon the earth, and it's showing the message going everywhere. And they, and we read the quote already, where, where it went, um, the message went, went forward, and at that time, the rules of what? Interpretation was, was confirmed. So that is what made their face to shine because, because they said that Islam will fall at this time and Islam fell directly at that time. So it clearly shows that the rules, the rules in which led us to see that they'll fall there is, is, is right. It is correct because, because it literally happened. So their face were, was shining at that time just as Christ's face was shining. So, so Miller, um, Josiah Litch, and all those men that that preached those things, their face were, was shining just as Christ was. They were following the Lamb with us wherever he went. Go, go ahead, Q. Um, I was just thinking about this, and I know that angels would um, represent the people at the time. Mm -hmm. I was just looking at the symbols again, and it's nice that you, um, you're showing that them receiving the interpretation is causing their face to shine like the sun. Mm -hmm. And they also had, they were clothed with a cloud, and Amen. things that brings me to the cloud of witnesses. Yes, yes, and they did have many yeah, witnesses. Yes. Amen. And then the rainbow, um, God in every one of these reform time periods is uh, he's reminding people of his covenant. And Amen, so yes. have that covenant with them too. Amen, and yes. The, feet, the pillars of fire, um, the pillar of fire in Egypt's time was, was guarding God's people from Egypt. From, from Egypt, yeah. So, so the way is is made is made clear for them. Amen. So this here, 
separated the 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 um the wise from from the foolish as well there. Amen. All right. So um Proverbs 1 verse 6. Someone read this please. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 1 verse 6. Amen. Um, Psalms 78, verse 2. Can someone read this, please? I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings again. Amen. All right, Matthew 13, 34, and 35. Now, Christ will end up um, quoting what David said here in Psalm 78. Can someone read this as well? <clears throat> all, sorry. all these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Amen. So these dark sayings are these secret things. And, and, and these dark sayings would then be also the interpretation of certain things. So Christ has these dark sayings. And who else then would have dark sayings? Satan, because he will come and try to counterfeit. God's word, because the dark saints, as we've seen, has this interpretation. All right, let's jump down to the quote. It says, they were dark what? Saints of old, dark to whom? Not to Christ, but to men. Christ came to what? Reveal, Reveal them and make them clear. Consequently, the Savior quotes this very prophecy to show that his, his instruction, which is only a revelation of himself, amen, is, is what was dark before, but is now made, made light by Christ. So at that time, the Lord interprets it to, to bring, bring light on it to show them that these things is himself. He's, he's um, showing um, forth himself. I should have put this quote a little bit further up, but just um, we'll just read read the bold here. Speaking about the rules in which Miller used, it says it says simple but what intelligent and important rules for Bible study and interpretation. interpretation. So if you if you use these rules, all right, ye shall do well, and and ye shall be saved by it as well. If you um, if you follow on, follow it on. So let's look at Rome. Look at the dark sayings. Start yeah, the dark sentences. Can someone read this verse, please? Daniel? Yeah, Daniel eight twenty three. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences. Amen. So this power comes up to reinterpret things. All right. It, this power has its own dark sayings, its dark sentences as well. Christ has his, has his, and Satan has his as well. So, so, the, so, so the battle is upon interpretation. It's clearly seen from, from these verses. So this power will come and reinterpret it. This is why when, when, when this power comes back up upon the earth and the son-in-law, it is re, it, 
it will then reinterpret the Constitution of the, United, of the United States, say that certain laws were made actually to put me in power. That is what the church shall end up saying. Go ahead, Quentin. Also, um, it says that he'll understand dark sentences. So mm -hmm. if those dark sentences aren't coming from Christ, then they're coming from Satan. And since he's understanding them, that means he's close to Satan. Amen, yes. Yeah, um, it says that the man of sin is a is the amen of Satan. So him on earth is showing forth what Satan is doing on earth. Once you see him, you're seeing Satan. Just as once you see Christ, you're seeing the Father. It's the very same thing. All right. Next paragraph. Um, can someone read, read this paragraph, please? The Romish church. Competent, yes. Competent to explain God's word, it is withheld from the common people. For the Reformation, be it descriptive to all, that this doctrine of the church was maintained by Rome prevents multitudes and Protestant churches from searching the Bible for themselves. They are taught to accept the teachings as interpreted by the church, and there are thousands who dare to speak nothing, however plainly ruled in scripture that is however plainly ruled in scripture that is contrary to their creed or the established teaching. Amen. And we read in Genesis 40, it says that interpretations belong unto who? God. God. But this quote is saying that the Romish church says that, the, that it belongs unto the church, unto, the, unto man. It, it then belongs, on, it, yeah, they're, they're saying that it belongs unto the church. So immediately they are, this power is clearly showing that they are there to reinterpret things. Because it, the Bible clearly says it belongs to God, but they, but they say, no, it is it belongs to me. All right. Next paragraph, the bold. Um, can you read this as well, please? The papal leaders select such portions of scripture as best serve their purpose, interpret to suit them, themselves, and then present these to the people, while they deny them the privilege of studying the Bible and understanding its sacred truth for themselves. Amen. So does... Clearly, this power goes forward to interpret things for themselves and for their own means. All right. Um, let's go to FW 77.3. We'll skip point two and point three. Have this here. Now, when we're reading this, we have to see ourselves. Clearly, we have to re see the, um, read this and see ourselves in it. And this should be the cry of all of us. We should all end up saying this at one point. Can someone read the whole quote, please? God help us to be Bible students. God help us to be Bible students until you can see the reason for it yourself in the first day of the Lord in the scriptures. Don't trust any living man to interpret the Bible for you. And when you can see this, you know it for yourself and know it to be the truth of God. You will say, I have read it, I have seen it, and my own heart takes hold upon it. And it is the truth God has spoken to me from his word. Now this is what we are to be, individual Christians. We need to have an individual personal experience. You need to be converted, as did the Jews. If you see a little light, you are not to stand back and say, I will wait until my brethren have 
Amen. So, whatever the things that the Lord reveals unto us, we are to keep it, amen, and follow it. And do not wait for others to go and, and, um, and see it before, before you can accept it. If you have, if you follow this quote plainly, if you have read it and seen it, and, you, and, it's, and it's founded on God's word, and it does not fight against something else that God, God has taught, it is truth, amen? So this is something we have to um, understand because interpretation belongs to God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and our children forever. So that's why I said at the beginning, do not take my word for it. I am just a man. I am just a medium at this point. So you can go, go, go to the one that gives all knowledge, who has all wisdom, and see if these things are so. Amen. All right, so now go to AMS, November 19th, 1896, page 361, paragraph 3. Um, can someone read this paragraph, please? And pay attention to how, um, how, how the church changes, changes things, things of the state to go and, to go and assert, assert her own self and assert her own power as well. Yeah, the whole thing. Have you noticed how the papacy in the United States, in discussing and expounding the theory of the infallibility of the Pope, speaks much of the Supreme Court of the Church? This phrase is adopted from a certain theory that is held regarding the Supreme Court of the United States. The papacy says that as decisions of the Supreme Court of the United States upon questions of the, con of the Constitution are final, so the decisions of the Supreme Court of the Church upon the Constitution of the Church, the Bible, are also final. Hold on. Is that true about the Supreme Court of this nation? No. No. Because the Supreme Court has to bow down to the Constitution of the United States as well. So, so the very premise in which she has started off with is wrong. So as she go, goes along, it would continually be wrong. But, but she asserts, asserts this wrong premise so that so that she can exalt herself at the end of it. That is all it is there for. Go ahead, Swindon. It's a plain, yeah, plain. Yeah. She's, she's subtly trying to put the Supreme Court above the supreme law of the land. Yeah, but, but, but supreme law of the land is the supreme law of, of, of all in the land. Yes, exactly. So, um, so, so she begins off in this wrong premise in the first place. So that at the end she can say, all right, it's the same thing with me now. So therefore, I could just end up doing the same thing because I'm the supreme voice of the church. So therefore, everyone, everything that I say is actually above the scriptures of God. So this is, so we have to see, 
what is being said and where, where these things shall tend as well. well continue on, Sonera. She says that. As, as there is no appeal. appeal from a decision from the Supreme Court of the United States in, the, in interpreting the Constitution of the United States, so there is no appeal from the decision of the Supreme Court of the Church in interpreting the Constitution of the Church, the Bible. She says that the apostles, uh, she says that the people, that as the people, are not allowed to interpret the Constitution of the United States but must submit without question to the interpretation given by the Supreme Court. So, the people are not allowed to interpret the scriptures, but must submit without question to the interpretation given by the Supreme Court of the church. So, this is, it, basically, she's saying that the people, people can, exactly, people cannot govern and rule themselves according to the dictates of their own conscience. That is all it's about. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's true then, because there's no point to God's word then if, if I just take your word, if I just follow you. So God, God's word is made null and void. Same thing with the supreme law of the, of the, of the land, which is the, 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 the Constitution as well. So, so now if the Supreme Court can just say it, say, say that this is this, I don't really need the Constitution of the United States. I just take your word. But this is wrong because people can go and... Go and study his word by himself, by themselves. People can go read the supreme law of the land as well and, and, and go and um, get things from it because, because it's, it's plain reading. It's a plain, plain law. I saw two hands, Sun and, and I think Snaron. Yeah, save yeah, the things of man, yeah. Because they do mind the flesh. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, mind in the flesh. In, in the flesh. Amen. If you keep it in the flesh, God's eliminated. Mm -hmm. And Amen. so, technically, again, it's, it's, it's a very, it's true. When you look at it on that level, it is true. Mm -hmm. But when you take it up one notch, then it becomes, oh, i got to subject my truth to something to, else. Yes. And that thing determines what's true and what's, or, right what's, and what's not. Amen. So, because... Because God does say that we should respect the higher powers of the land, which is right. And this is all right. We have to bow down to the laws of the land when, when, when they are right. But, but when they're wrong, now it's a different story. I don't have to follow that. Because when I was following the law, laws of the land, when it was right, I'm really actually just following God. Because um, Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. But if Paul stopped following Christ... The, the, followers of, um, the followers of Paul should have seen that they're actually just following Christ and, and cast, aside what, um, cast aside the wrong of Paul, follow the right things in which Paul took, but continue on in following Christ. Following? All right. Um, fin finish off the, the quote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scenario. Yeah, you had your hand. Huh? Uh, yes, amen. Finish off the quote, please. Of course, this argues absolutely and infallibility and infallibility to the Supreme Court of the United States as it does to the Supreme Court of the Church. Amen. So these things the church will literally say unto the nations as well, because these things flatter the nation's pride, saying that, oh, you're a supreme leader, you're a higher power, everyone should should bow down to you. 
This is, this is your rightful position. You have, you have been put in this position for a certain reason. God put you here. So they'll say these things to go and make them have, have these thoughts that they are always right, this, the, um, which is actually her spirit. But then she will just end up asserting herself over the kings of the earth and then take, take that very same spirit and rule the kings of the earth and the people of the earth as well. Go ahead, Michelle. Yeah. The same. Gonna make a full a full turn. Amen. Yeah. Rhode Island. Yeah. Providence. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And yeah, and you can see that ever since like 2014 or 15, where the Protestants said that the protest is over. So, so they're they're obviously saying that um, we're not fighting against against Rome anymore because our name Protestant is a is a staunch reminder that. We don't follow Rome, but but now they say the protest is over. Therefore, uh, I'm not a Protestant anymore because I'm not protesting Rome. So they're just a nominal Christian. But all right, going on to the next quote. How, how much time I have? Fifteen. Okay. Um, GC 88, 438, paragraph one it says a correct interpretation of the symbols. She she just quoted the third third angel's message, and she says a correct interpretation of the symbols symbols employed is necessary to an understanding of this message so if you do not correctly interpret the symbols um, in, in this message you shall receive the mark of the beast that is it and you shall not understand the message because you're not interpreting the symbols correctly it says that she asks what is re represented by the beast the image and the mark so we need to understand what the beast, the image, and the mark is. How the beast came up, how the image will come up, and how, how, how the image of the beast will push forth the mark of the beast. We have to understand all three of these. And the beast tries in, in a number of ways to go and um, confuse your mind on, on, on who she is and how, how she works. And Swin's going to touch this about the um, about the the two the two um, powers is about the daily and the the daily desolation and the transgression of desolation. All right, so. That is one way in which Satan tries to, he, he, he tries to confuse the mind upon the beast, the image, and the mark. Amen? All right. So now let's look at the resurrection of Christ. Matthew 28, verse 1, 2, and 3. It says, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came 
Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended, up, descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like what? His was like lightning. So when, 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 when the cave was opened, his face was as lightning. So, so, so when the thing was opened up, his face was as lightning. So Gabriel is showing all those who will accept that truth, their face shall be as his face, shall be just like him. So Mary, John, James, Peter, all of their faces lighted up because they received the same interpretation. Because interpretation means to open up. So when the cave was opened, Gabriel's face lit up. So, so when these things were made, 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 known, made known onto the, onto the disciples, their face shone as lightning as well. Ecclesiastes 8.1, we read that already. Just have it there to, to show that the interpretation is what makes the face to shine. Um, jump down to SDP 115. Might close on this point. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll jump around a little bit. Can someone read SDP 115.1? <clears throat> the spirit of prophecy is a gift to be coveted. God never leaves himself without some representation on earth, and among his people certain ones are prophets. The study of Daniel's life reveals the character which makes it possible for man to understand the language of God. A clean, pure soul is necessary. Gabriel in the is the, is, Gabriel is the angel of prophecy the messenger who bears the light of truth to men. To the father to the father of John the Baptist, he said, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God. To Daniel, he said, there is none that holdeth with me in these things, but Michael, your prince, um, Christ himself. Gabriel is, Gabriel is then the personal attendant of the Son of God, holding the position as light bearer, which Satan occupied before his fall. It was Gabriel who announced the birth of the Savior to Mary in Nazareth. It was he who, who led it was he who led the angel choir on the plains of Bethlehem. He with others as the star guided the wise men to the babe of Bethlehem. Amen. Uh, there's a poem to take from Gabriel here and I can't remember it right now. Anyways, just as we said um, previously that Gabriel's face shone as lightning when this thing was when it was opened up onto him, the Lord wants us w w wants us to be as Gabriel as well. To be to to be as Gabriel that uh, mean, means there is none that holdeth with him in these things, but Michael. So if we we, we are to be at Gabriel, that means we will literally be in the presence of God constantly and light has ever been a symbol of what God's presence so so that means if we are as Gabriel we are constantly receiving this light we are constantly receiving the light and this light reflects upon our face say that again fire and lightning oh yeah our, yeah amen yeah and um 
says that Lucifer walked among the stones, um, the, the stones of fire, basically, and the stones of fire is also the angels as well. He had lightning and, and um, fires likened to the self-same thing of, of angels. But now let's go on to what Wes brought up in Exodus 34. <clears throat> it says, And it came to pass when who? Moses came out from Mount Sinai with, with the two, um, the two tables of um, testimony in Moses' hand. When he came out from, 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 excuse me, from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. And, and, when, and when Aaron and, and, and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, they were afraid to come nigh him. This is, this is nice because when Gabriel came down to go bring back Christ from the grave, the, um, the Roman soldiers fell like dead men. They were afraid. So now when Moses came down from the mount, and the mount is a symbol of heaven, this mount sign is a symbol of heaven, when he comes down from this mount, um, the Israelites were afraid. So Moses here is showing this very same work of Gabriel, of this, of this angel of prophecy. So the Lord wants us to be just as Gabriel, this angel of prophecy in this earth, because no one, no one else receives these things but Christ himself. So, so those things which are revealed unto um. All these things belong unto God, but those things which are revealed unto us belong unto us and our children. And this is what Gabriel is showing as well. Um, Michael is, 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 is the one that has all those things, but some of these things are revealed unto Gabriel. Exodus 34, verse 33, jump out to that verse. It says, Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. So now, if he covers the, 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 the shining of his face, what does that mean? Because what makes a man's face to shine? Yes, the, the interpretation. So now, if, so now if he puts a veil on, on his face that's shining, what is he doing? Amen. He's closing it up. So now, now it's sealed now. So this is also teaching us that literally... When we go out and teach as well, there will be some people that cannot receive some of the some of the more, more spiritual things, and 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 you have to pull back a little bit to go and help them and save them from, from themselves. Because then, if you actually show forth all those things, they 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 will go forth and rest the scriptures and turn from Christ. So this lesson is being shown here that when we teach, there's some some things we have to just hold back because Christ says it. There are many things I have, I have. I have to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. So Christ did it, our, our, um, our Savior did it, and we have to do the very same. All right, jumping down to 2 Corinthians. It says, Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great what? Plainness of speech. So when, so when it's plain speech, it is being interpreted for you. So, so interpretation is a plain speech because because um um the the hebrews came came towards the king and told him exactly the the head is gold the the arms is silver the the um 
The, the loins is brass and the legs are irons. Plain speech telling, told him plainly what, what it is. It says, verse 13, And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look, look, look to the end of that which is abolished. They could not receive the end of the things, the fullness of it. Um, actually, read 14. But their minds were blinded. All right, now let's jump out to 15. But, um, but, e e e e amen. When Moses read, the veil is upon their heart. It says, nevertheless, when, when, when it shall turn, turn t t t to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. So the thing shall be revealed back onto them. So the Lord shall do this in his, in his time and help, help souls to be saved. All right, now, come down to a close. Jump down to the walk to Emmaus. So with the last few um, remaining minutes, I will ask, verse, um, yes, now I will ask y'all to place this, this story. We know this story a number of times. Um, when... When were their eyes holding? It's in verse 16. Sorry, in light of this line here. This line here from the fifth day, fourth month downward to the sign. When were their eyes holding? I'll go with that. It was, yes, the fifth day, fourth month. Now I'm asking y'all to interpret this for us for our time. Because we have to know it for our own time. If you went back to faithful Bereans, we should know this. All right, verse 17. As you know, jump down to verse 25. Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to, what? Believe all the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter in his glory? Verse 27. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. When did the Lord begin to do this for us? Because we came up to this point, our eyes are holding, we thought that it would be all these things and so forth, but it hadn't happened as yet. So now the Lord comes and rebukes us. Where does the Lord rebuke us? Amen, at Biden. Because, because the, only, the only view we had was Daniel 11 verse 2, where we clearly overlooked verse 3, the very next thing that was to happen. Amen. Yes. Yeah. We had a veil, veil over our eyes. There's this um, eyes being holding. That's where the Lord comes in, rebukes old fools and slow of heart, and he rebukes and he rebukes by sending new light. Sent sends light that is contrary to what you believe, so that so you can see, 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 see the error you were in. All right. Um. All right, go down to verse 30. Verse 30, 31, and... Uh, okay, yeah, just, I'll just recap verse 30 and 31. So now it says, and it says, it says here, he came and broke bread with them. And where is this now? When he comes, comes to break bread. And keep in mind, the breaking of the bread was a thing in which Christ had done previously before over the past, the past three years of, of his work. It was something familiar to them. So where does the Lord break bread onto us? 
because this is what helps them to understand all things, is the, is the old things in a new way. Because Christ was literally in a new way at that time. He was, he was, had his, um, he was, he rose, rose from, from the dead. Is um, old things in a new way. But when go for and break bread and their eyes are opened. Amen. Yes. Break. Bread. All right, now let's go down to the quote. Let's read the bold of that quote. That's it. So what what made them not not see Christ? Yeah, based upon the quote we just read from 1 SM 20. Amen. Their interpretation. It says, says the Lord saw that they needed to be disentangled in their interpretation of the scriptures. So it was based upon a wrong interpretation that they were disappointed. Likewise with us, because we have viewed the scriptures in a certain way, um, we couldn't see what was going on. But this is why now the Lord comes to say, oh, fools and slow of heart. And he went through Moses and all the prophets to show them, to disentangle them from their own interpretation. So, interpretation. So this is where the Lord opened up onto us many, um, many things that, that shall come and, 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 and right view to interpret the scriptures. Yes. Amen. They thought the sanctuary was the earth. The most holy. Amen. Yes. So the, the Lord came in, disentangled them here as well. Amen. Disen Amen. Yes. Disentangled. So this is what the Lord is doing for us, um, had, had done for us, and is doing for us. It's, disentangling us from our wrong interpretation. So I have more to go over, but we'll stop here. <clears throat> yes, it's, it's, it's a number of things. I would say you go study that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Yes. And, and it goes with in um, the same. It says thou must prophesy again to break bread also means means to teach. But to break bread also means to study as well. So it means depends on what the context you're looking at, too. Forward. Amen. Yes. Amen. So, and that's what happened on Walter Mace as well. Amen. Amen. The past. We have to understand the, um, the light behind us to understand what's going to happen before us. And as you see in the notes, I have um, the ark also. She says the ark, the, ark, the, ark, the ark to the Jews is the Bible for us. So when the ark was opened, what does that mean for us now? Say it again. Yes, it's the opening of the Bible. So now, so now the story is where, where now, where now the ark is opened, it's shown that the Bible shall be opened unto his people at the end of the world. 
So the opening of the arc is showing the opening of an interpretation as well. And it's, and it's pointing out to our, our day. Amen? Amen. All right. <clears throat> Let's close the word of prayer. <clears throat> Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for this day. Father, strength and asking me. Forgive us all of our sins and our shortcomings. And please, Lord, help us to know, know your word, all right? To search, search your word for ourselves and to know your voice and to follow that voice as well, Lord. Please, Father, help us in this day to receive more from you, to walk in the light, and to see, see self in the right light as well, Lord. And, and we ask these things in your son's name we pray. Amen.